0: Hi listeners, welcome back to Angel Talk. Remember, if there's any topics that you'd like to discuss, go ahead and send me a voice message on my profile, and I will be discussing it eventually. Um, today, I have a guest, my husband, um, which does not want to be named, but we're just sitting here chilling, and we're going to be talking about the stigmas of an open relationship. Just kind of how to be secure and open. With your partner um fortunately we've kind of figured out how to route that with our relationship we've kind of took the reins on it and we're able to get the same page finally but now that we are we're in a lot better of a place so we just want to be able to spread that type of information you know kind of tell you guys and give you guys some direction on how to be comfortable enough with your partner that you discuss this stuff or that you can um, eventually be comfortable knowing who each other are without trying to hold any of each back So, all right. Hi. Hi, Ben. <laughs> so, talk to me. How's it going? How was work?
1: That was okay. Easy day, though.
0: Okay. You nervous?
1: Yeah. Never <laughs> done a podcast before.
0: <laughs> I could say the same thing. So this is our second episode. Um. So basically I'll just start out by saying, like, I'd have to say, okay. It was just a little while ago that I started to feel comfortable enough in my skin and in my sexuality where I was like I can still have my husband as my soulmate and be able to um, love freely without worrying about how many energetic bonds I have or how many emotional connections I'm making during my relationship. Um, I think a part of that had to just be, it had to be trusting that you would still be there. I'd have to say.
1: Yeah. And I can... And I understand that. I just... I had to... It was really hard for me to... I guess... Emotionally... Accept it. Because I... I accept who... I accept who you are as a person. Right. But it's different because... You're my wife and... I love you... You know, a lot. And... It's just hard to get past... Those emotions at first, like of my wife, you making, you know, a dif- another emotional connection other than me. Yeah. It, it's hard to get past that at first, but once you do, you once you get past it, you know, it kind of makes you feel better knowing that your partner is happy. Yeah. With who they are, and they're, they're happy that they can express themselves.
0: Right. I think honestly, okay, so I identify as, I would have to say a demisexual, you know what I mean? Demisexual is somebody who um, really doesn't identify within a relationship with one specific sex, you know what I mean? Like, I could be in a relationship with someone who is trans, I could be in a relationship with a man. Or a woman, and I would be comfortable because it's an energetic connection mm-hmm. and it's some type of emotional bond um, I know it would be harder because you being a little more of a jealous type, yeah, I mean, I know part of my language, but you don't want another man sticking it inside of me. That's just normal, okay, It's normal to be jealous, it's normal. To not want your partner to be combining parts. Yeah. Combining parts. (laughs) Especially if it's of your sex. Yeah. Because you feel like it's your competition.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: For me, there is no competition. I mean, I don't want dick or anything like that. But I'm like, there's no competition. I mean, I know... The difference between having a soulmate and having a relationship, mm-hmm. have bond, having, you know what I mean, some type of friendship or acquaintanceship.
1: Yeah, because you definitely, you're definitely my soulmate. That there's no question about that, and I know that I'll never leave you. You make me extremely happy. Same. And I I also know, and I also trust that you'll come back to me every night.
0: Yeah. I mean, I just kind of stay here. (laughs) Ha wait for you to get home. But, yeah. No. I know. It's hard for me to spend, like, hours with somebody else because I'm like, eh, (laughs) it's not my person. Like, I could spend time with them, cannot spend... Every single minute of the day with them. Right. Like, I stand being around you all day. You know what I mean? Yeah. We've been together... I'd like to... It's... We've been thinking for about three years.
1: Married for... In, over two years?
0: Yeah. In June
1: 3.
0: Yeah. Yeah. I mean... But we've also been really communicative. And I have to say, communication has been the most important part of our journey as a couple.
1: Definitely. Communication is definitely key to a healthy relationship.
0: Honesty. Just talking about what you're feeling. Like, if you told me tomorrow, Babe, I want to fuck a dude. I'd be like, cool. I love you. You know what I mean? Let me meet him. <laughs> Let's see if he's cool. I hope he treats you right. But knowing that we both have that respect for each other where we're open enough to still respect each other's boundaries. Like, you have to be able to lay that stuff down. You have to lay it down all the way.
1: Mm-hmm. You gotta put it out on the table. You
0: can't hide it because it just makes it an issue for your relationship. It does. It makes it tighter. It makes it little... <clears throat> Should I say, like, like trapping? Like, it feels like a trapped right. type thing. Like, oh, you can only have one person. You can only talk to one person. Like, that makes it hard to live as a human. And if you can be at peace with connecting with multiple people and your partner can be at peace with you telling them that you're about it, you've got it made. I think,
1: I think it's for me, it's knowing, knowing that. You're telling me like if you start talking to somebody, you tell everything. me right up front. Tell me everything that happened and what you guys talked about or right, first part from the beginning. Yeah, yeah. That really puts my mind at ease knowing that you're not hiding anything.
0: Right, but that that's having respect for your partner. I think it is. I think that's having respect for their feelings and their boundaries. Yeah. Keeping respect. It, trust
1: that that definitely does help help put me at ease on it, and that's thinking about that is what helped me get over the emotional, the emotional block. Yeah, because in my mind, I always I knew I I in my mind I accepted who you are, and this is who you are, and this is who you're gonna be.
0: And then at the same time,
1: but at the same time, I had emotional feelings, kind of like no blocking me from con- continuing May-may. to let that. To let it go.
0: Yeah. I could tell. But, I mean, that's something you just work through. Mm-hmm. And you decide that as a couple if, you know what I mean, it's worth worth it for you guys mm-hmm. to continue to be together, continue on this journey. And if it's not, okay. So is, you know what I mean, a lot of things aren't meant to be. Life is just like that. And the more at peace we are with being alone and just with ourselves, because we have to be with ourselves every day, the easier it is to be comfortable in any relationship. Yeah. You can be honest with yourself. You can be honest with anybody. Mm -hmm. I feel
1: like in order to make... I feel like in order to be happy in a relationship, you have to be able to... Be happy, like you said, be happy with yourself. As an individual. As an individual. So that way, you're not putting off like, that negative energy to, to your spouse. Right. Because then they're going to start feeling that negative energy, and they're going to start feeling negative. It's
0: just going to keep feeding itself. Keep yeah. coming back. Yeah. I mean, luckily, we've, we've learned to communicate and be like, hey, I feel like your energy's off what's wrong Mm -hmm. you know what I mean what are you feeling so that we can dissipate this so Mm -hmm. that we can have a positive experience together and not just let it overcome all the good things we have together
1: yeah and for especially for me being I guess you could say a person with high functioning autism it, it's hard for me to sometimes just understand what emotions I'm feeling at times right it's it's uh, like I guess it's hard for me to understand and express? Why I'm, it's hard for me to understand why I'm feeling that way
0: also expression or
1: and yeah with with expression too
0: like being excited and <clears throat> stuff like that is, yeah yeah
1: it, it's so understanding my personal emotions sometimes is really is it can be hard. Yeah. So I also have that block. I have that little that it kind of messes with me. So it takes me longer to understand and to work through emotions than an average person would.
0: Right. But with the right, you know what I mean, but the right people around to help redirect.
1: Absolutely, and with it, especially with having you there, somebody who who knows me, who's been around me.
0: Before and, finding out, and, and pays, pays
1: attention to how I how I act when I'm, a, when I'm feeling a certain way, right? Because you'll notice if I'm if I'm if I'm acting funny,
0: right
1: away, right away. I I won't right away.
0: Okay. I mean that's that's pretty well said i have to say.
1: Yeah.
0: I don't know. I mean, I didn't... We didn't know you had aunts. We didn't.
1: We didn't. At the beginning? No.
0: But, I mean... I always knew you had your little works. Yeah. I just thought you were so cute. And I was like, why is he so damn cute? <laughs> There's something cuter. There's something cuter in here. Yeah. <laughs> No, you're okay. (laughs) It was bound to happen. Um. Well, me and my hubby are going to take a break. Um, Like I said, if you have any topics of discussion that you'd like to hear, just go ahead and send me a voice message on my link. Um, Yeah. Anchor.fm slash... Angel Talk. Hi guys, this is Angelina. Welcome back to Angel Talk. Um, I'm still here with my guest, my husband. And actually I'm thinking like on this section that we could talk about like knowing your true sexuality knowing who you are as a sexual being. Just, because, okay, when people look at their sexuality as being gay or being straight, that's such like a, it's a white and black thing. Yeah. I feel like when it comes to sexuality, there's a big, light, dark, mid-tone gray area. There's yeah. a big gray area on sexuality. There is. Because it doesn't mean that you're gay. To I mean, honestly, I think you're a normal person to be attracted to anybody. You know what I mean? I think that's what it means to love. I think that's what it means just to live, honestly. People are made to be beautiful. Yeah. You know what I mean, and everybody's beautiful in their own way, but when you look at another man and you're like, "That man is that man is attractive."
1: Yeah, that's a good looking guy. Like, I'm I'm comfortable, and I've become comfortable enough with who I am as a person to, you know, like like that's a good looking guy right there. You know, like he's he's good looking. Yeah, he's handsome. Mhm. Because I know who I am. And I accept on who I am.
0: And that doesn't define your character.
1: It doesn't. I just... I feel like in... A lot of people grow up just knowing the sexuality that was... That, that they were told that they had.
0: Right. What they were raised to believe was right. Yeah. Like mom and dad.
1: Yeah. Mom, dad.
0: Marriage. Yeah. White picket fence. Yeah, Babies. I think
1: I think a lot of people grew up with with that stigma,
0: mm-hmm.
1: and it's hard. And it, I think once you get once you get so old to where, you know, you you start learning more about you know the gay community and stuff like that. That that just becomes to a point to where it just becomes wrong to you. It becomes that becomes wrong, right to you. Because you always grew up knowing that this is what it's supposed to be.
0: Yes. Yeah. But
1: I think when, if people could just open up their minds a little more about just accepting people for who they are. Accept, and accepting, Inside. Inside and accepting themselves for who they are. I think our world would be a much better place.
0: Yeah. There would be a lot more peace with each other and with our own... Issues. I I don't want to call them issues. They're not issues. No. But. <sighs> I don't know. I mean, I feel like I knew a very, very, very long time ago that I kind of had a thing for the same sex. Yeah like I feel like I did. You know what I mean? and That's just something I chose to ignore. I fell in love with a man, so then I thought it was wrong to still want to love a woman, to still want to have a relationship or a friendship or an emotional connection with another woman. But now that we're more open and honest with each other, I'm understanding that that's kind of what I was missing. Um, you could probably say the same thing in terms of the same sex.
1: Yeah, I can.
0: I mean, there's just things you miss about having a friend. Mm-hmm. Like a person that understands and gets it. Right. Like a person that understands their balls getting kicked. Or a person that understands having a period. Mm Mm-hmm. Totally. There's just... It's... I think there's something special about that. About a connection that the same sex can have together. But I think when it's stigmatized as... Oh, you hang out with guys more, or you hang out with girls more, you must be gay... There's nothing wrong. <laughs> like, okay, I don't think that it's just gay, straight, bi. I think that it's more about what a person feels on the inside. And finding that person that actually could connect with them, regardless of their gender. Yeah. Sometimes it's get, it's hard to get past the fact of saying, oh, you know what I mean? I like dudes, or I'm attracted to men. It's hard to get past that. But... Once you get past your own mind and societal, you know what I mean, stigmas and what they think things should be like, everything becomes easier. It does. It becomes easier to breathe and easier to live your life and feel like you're doing the right thing.
1: Yeah, totally.
0: I mean, I'm not speaking against a monogamous relationship, but this is the way I like it to be. I mean, I think you could say the same thing. Like, we... Yeah. We're at a good point in our relationship now. We are.
1: We're at a great point.
0: And it took a lot of fighting and... (sighs) A lot. A lot. A lot. Like, a shit ton of fighting and arguing and just turmoil.
1: Yeah, but even... But we worked through that.
0: Exactly. And... That's why we're so strong. That's why this is good now. Yeah. That's why we're more comfortable because we realized that we are more open than we thought as people. Mm -hmm. But we had to let our minds get past just what the normal person thinks about sexuality. Yeah. Yeah. I don't call myself gay, bisexual, straight. For me, I'm a demisexual. Okay. I would be considered in the LGBT community as a mix. M-I-K-S. Okay. I forgot what you would be identified as. Maybe a mix, too. Probably. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I mean the, the journey to get to this point in our relationship it, it has been tough. Long. It's been long and it's been rough.
0: But it's not as long as or as bright but as our future. But you know there's know what I mean?
1: but there's always light at the end of that tunnel. Yes. And it, it makes me happy to know that you're happy and comfortable with who you are.
0: Mm-hmm.
1: Because seeing you happy makes me happy. Right. And that's important. That's my goal every day is to make sure that you're happy.
0: Likewise. I think we're both genuinely happy now. We are. We had to break down a lot of our own walls, and together and separately.
1: Yeah, a lot of walls, a lot of barriers.
0: I think it just... I'm not saying every relationship is worth staying for and fighting for, but I think once you find that person you know... Yeah. And And things can get tough, but... It's how you decide to work through those things and carry on that makes it, you know what I mean. Yeah. Makes it worthwhile.
1: Yeah, it's. It's been it, it it's it's worth the while. It's, yeah,
0: it's worth the journey.
1: It's worth it. To be able to be, to be able to say that you're that you are happy. And not just putting on a facade of happiness.
0: Right. Feeling happy. Right. Not being happy.
1: Yeah, because I think feeling happy and being happy are two different things. They are. Because you can feel happy in a moment. Yes. Like, just just picked up some food from Burger King. That's,
0: That's...
1: that's a feeling of happiness.
0: What about that Hershey's Sunday pie?
1: Delicious. <laughs> but that—that's—that's that's a feeling of happiness. You're happy in that moment.
0: Right. You just made me really hungry. But
1: actually, being happy is like <laughs> when you're when you're sitting there just watching TV, bored, not with nothing else to do, but you're still happy. Right. You're still happy to just be here, be alive.
0: If you're not happy, you're not alive. No. I mean, I'm realizing that now, 21 years later, but I wasn't living until I was free, and I wasn't free until... I was 19, 18, almost nineteen.
1: Yeah.
0: I know what it I know what true happiness is now. Me too. And true happiness always sits with the self.
1: Yeah you have to take care of yourself first to find your happiness.
0: Mm -hmm. And you have to want to find happiness. You can't just go into every single thing like, Ugh, 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 I'm Mm -hmm. doing this.
1: Right, being a Debbie Downer.
0: Yeah, it has to be, I am happy to be doing this. I am, I'm just going to do it because that's what there is to do. Mm -hmm. If I have to get it done, I'm going to do it. But I don't have to sit there and complain the whole time because it does not, I repeat, it does not make it easier. Does it? it will never make it easier to continue to complain about your situation when you could be working your way out of it with a straight and focused mind on what's forward.
1: Yeah, that's that's kind of like manifestation.
0: Right. It is.
1: If you keep talking about the negative things, then the negative things are going to happen.
0: Yes. And the more positive you are, the more positive this come around to you naturally. Yeah. You don't even have to look for them sometimes.
1: No. They just happen.
0: Speaking of looking for them, <laughs> seeing the same angel numbers every single day for the past seven years. And if you see something that you call a synchronicity, which is a sequence of numbers or a number every single day be sure to log on to your Google and look up a number and put that number that you continue to see every day after the words angel number in your search engine I guarantee any number that you're seeing a sequence of or on a regular basis or even lately it's a message from your angels or your spirit guides Whatever you prefer, whatever you believe in, for everybody, there's guidance and there's messages all around, and when we're aware that they're here, we're more easily able to find them and see them without any effort. Yeah. But anyway, we had a good conversation today. It was great. It, it was pretty fun. I hope you join me more often so my listeners can hear some more from you. But for now, me and my hubby are done recording this podcast right now. Yeah. Um, if there are any questions or if there are any topics you'd like to discuss, please send me a voice message, um, anchor.fm slash is my link, be sure to share, be sure to follow on Spotify, um, yeah, the listeners are, what a part of what make this possible, so, you guys have a nice day, and stay safe, stay tuned for the responses to your voice messages and your questions, thanks, bye.